Welcome to the More Attention, Less Deficit podcast. This is episode 89. ADHD is depressing, but doesn't need to be. ADHD makes your life harder and gives you more things to be down about. But don't despair, things do get better. The book, More Attention, Less Deficit, Success Strategies for Adults with ADHD, is available at addwarehouse.com and pretty much everywhere else, including on the Kindle. But if you enter coupon code 19380, my zip code, at com, you'll save 25%. Cool. I'm psychologist Dr. Ari Tuckman, author of More Attention, Less Deficit and Integrative Treatment for Adult ADHD, a practical, easy-to-use guide for clinicians. For more information about either book, archives of this podcast, links to past presentations, handouts, and information about upcoming teleclasses and presentations, check out adultadhdbook.com. ADHD makes your life harder. This won't be news to anyone listening to this podcast. I know this because if your life wasn't harder, you'd be listening to Car Talk instead. Of course, listening to Car Talk is good for everyone, and maybe especially if you're feeling down. But anyway, ADHD makes your life harder. Because ADHD is always there, it's easy to become pessimistic about anything ever getting better or to wonder when any positive streak is going to come to a crashing end. This hopelessness kind of makes sense if your track record is littered with ongoing struggles. In fact, to be overly optimistic might make you a little bit delusional. So that's the bad news of undiagnosed ADHD. Let's talk about the good news of getting diagnosed. Once you know what you're dealing with and can therefore use some more targeted strategies and perhaps some more relevant treatments, your track record will improve. You'll still have your you'll have more successes and fewer failures. Not perfect, but better. So just as untreated ADHD gave you a two for one in a depressing way, Perhaps working on your ADHD can give you can give you a two for one in a good way. You used to be depressed, you know, or at least kind of down, for some very good reasons. Now you have some good reasons to be happier with yourself and more optimistic for the future. Really, not just pie in the sky hopes that this time will be different, but real reasons. We have treatments that work well and strategies that help you do the right thing at the right time more often. Having said that, we can all struggle with getting ourselves moving sometimes or with making big deals out of small setbacks. This is especially true if you're tired and stressed out. Those dark moods come much more easily then. Unfortunately, this creates an inertia where the worse we feel, the harder it is to get ourselves moving. Or we choose activities that make us feel a little bit better in the moment, like turning on the TV and flipping channels, rather than the activities that may take a bit more work, but hopefully will make us feel even better in the long run, like picking up the phone to you know call some people and get together with friends. When we feel down, we take the path of least resistance, which rarely leads us to greatness or even to okay. It's easy, and because it's self-reinforcing, it just gets easier. Our life gets smaller, less interesting, and less inspiring, and fewer interesting opportunities come our way. 
When we do try something and have a predictable setback, or maybe not so predictable, we'll tend to make a bigger deal of it than we might have if we were feeling more positive. When we're down, we tend to take a specific situation and globalize it. For example, one friend isn't able to get together, so we feel that none of our friends would want to get together. Or maybe we personalize it. Nobody else has the same struggles that we do, or that you know they're somehow able to deal with them more easily. Finally, as we lose hope, or finally we lose hope that things will improve with time, that you know this isn't just a temporary setback, but rather an enduring one. So we're stuck. As much as anyone can fall into these ways of thinking, some people do so more easily. A lifetime of ADHD struggles is, you know, one of those things that make it easy to fall into these negative thoughts. Because your ADHD has always been there, it makes sense to think that it always will be and that there really is something about you specifically that is different. Like I've said before, this all makes sense, totally, unfortunately. So how do we change it? How do you get yourself up out of that hole? I think the first step is to simply acknowledge how you're feeling. You know, maybe try to figure out why, but don't knock yourself out if you can't come up with any specific causes. So this is a part where it gets kind of sneaky. So we tend to use our feelings to guide our behavior, or at least to inform our thinking about a situation. Feelings can be really helpful that way, except for the times when our feelings are steering us down the wrong road. Those are the times when you need to feel what you're feeling, but still do what you know you need to do. For example, even if you don't feel like it, put down the remote and start calling friends to get together. Then you call some more people after you've left a bunch of messages because nobody picked up the first time. And even when you feel like giving up, you stay with the calls because you know that you should. Hopefully you get some success in that, you know, you set up some times to get together and that gives you something to look forward to. But regardless of who picks up the phone or not, give yourself credit for making the calls. That was the right thing to do, even if you get unlucky and happen to strike out. Maybe it didn't work out this time, but it'll probably work out better next time. As long as there is, in fact, a next time where you give it another good try. The key to success in this case is persistence. By keeping that momentum rolling forward, you'll begin to see some success. Think of the activities that you enjoy doing and make a point of doing them, at least sometimes. I know life is busy and none of us get enough fun time, so we need to accept the limits of our current life, but make the most of the time that you do have. We all need to do boring things like loading the dishwasher, but life should involve more than just that, or scrambling from crisis to crisis. One way of thinking about it is that the goal of getting on top of your ADHD is that it will enable you to get the work of life done more quickly and efficiently so that you have more time for more enjoyable activities and less stress about unfinished obligations so that you can actually enjoy that time. So get out there and enjoy. Speaking of something that will be hopefully enjoyable, uh, not the best segue, but you know, we'll go with what we got. 
I'll be doing a webinar for Twin Cities Chad on Thursday, March 31st at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 p.m. Central Time, titled Practical Strategies to Overcome Executive Function Weaknesses, Understand More, Live Better. So it's for Twin Cities Chad, but anybody can, can you know, jump on and listen in on the, on the call or sign on through the website. The reason why we're doing this is that two weeks later, I'll actually be in Minneapolis in person for the Learning Disabilities Association Minnesota chapter um, slash Twin Cities Chad conference that they're doing on Saturday, April 16th. I've links to both of these on my presentations page at adultadhdbook.com as well as some other things that are coming up. So I hope to see you at one of these events or both of them or maybe something else in the future. Until next time. Thanks for lending me your attention.